Hi, this is Matt Spiro. Thanks for listening to Le Bourgeois. Don't forget, we welcome your comments on social media using the hashtag Le Bourgeois or via our email, ligueandpodcast at gmail.com. Enjoy this week's pod and we'll be back very soon. A bientôt. Okay, and there? Um, first of all, we know that this is a, a strange period with COVID yeah. and everything, but is this the weirdest sort of start to a season you've had with the yeah. absence of a pre-season, just finishing the season before everything all at one time? I think everything is new for, for, for us and for football in general. It's not easy to be locked in a hotel for almost one month in, in Portugal and then just six days uh, of holidays and then you have the, the first uh, game in four or five days uh, and then the, the COVID situation, too many things together. But it's the situation of the world right now. We have to accept it, we have to cope with it. I think we are doing right. Uh, we don't complain, we just try to, to continue playing and, and performing and hopefully the world come back to a normality soon. Uh, but the only thing we can do right now is, is to try to be professional, to try to, um, to win games, try to make our fans happy. And the only thing I can say that we are really looking forward to play with them behind us. To, for us and for me in particular, uh, football without fans doesn't make sense. Uh, I understand this is a big business, a lot of people um, live um, for football and by football, I mean, and we have to continue playing, but uh, it's very difficult for us to play without fans. That's something that we talk every day between us. I, I want to talk about that later because I know you're a big romantic yeah. about when it, come, when it comes to football. Um, I, after watching the first two games and again last night, I got the feeling that we see now how important training is because sometimes we forget it and we think Paris Saint-Germain are the team yeah. to win because they have but you see without training that it doesn't come easily no exactly and nowadays in football uh, football players are athlete, athletes mm -hmm. and the difference is massive if you've been training for one month and or, or if you've been training for four days it's absolutely massive the sprints the recovery uh, the repetitions of uh, efforts uh, so, as I told you now, um, nowadays uh, the, the physical condition is key. Uh, sometimes you can win or lose a game by a small detail, by one sprint, by, by touching the ball before the opponent. So, of course, it's, it's very, very, very important. And that gives credit also to Lance to match yesterday that they fought uh, until the end. Uh, because all the teams now prepare to, to, to win games and to be physically uh, the strongest possible. So we've done a lot of interviews with players and sometimes they, you ask them, what's your highlight, what's the best thing been? And someone like Javier Pastore, Thiago Motta, they say, it's just coming here every day. It's not, uh, it's not scoring the, the goal, it's, it's training every day, playing football. How do you, what's the biggest pleasure for you and the difference between training and playing football every day and improving and the matches with that that rush what do you mean the difference between training and playing yeah and for you what do you appreciate you can never um compare a training session with uh, with 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 a match because it's completely different you can prepare everything in training but uh, every match gives you a new challenge that you cannot you cannot train or you cannot test in in training every day 
we all love football. Um, I love football. I love to come here every day. I love to be to be a Paris Saint-Germain player. I love to be um, to have the best job, in my opinion, in the world. I enjoy what I do, and I think we all enjoy everyday training. I think we have a great group of people. Uh, you all have seen it that uh, the the, the 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 togetherness that we have uh, the we feel like a family we enjoy every day together uh, and now we have to prepare for a new season as I told you before it's not easy to 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 prepare um, a new season the way the way we did not because of us because of the the situation of the world but uh, we all have to realize that we have the best job in in the world. And, Personally, I try to enjoy every day. I try to stop sometimes and think um, and and say to myself that uh, I have to enjoy every single minute because one day when I retire from football, I will I will miss it a lot. So uh, I just try to enjoy every day. I come here and I will continue doing it for sure. To, to talk just before we talk about the absence of the fans in Portugal, a quick word on on you as a player and to play that final eight. Yeah. And to play an important role in those matches, I mean, you, the final, I thought you had a fantastic match. The two of the most creative passes in the game came from you to set up chances. That Did you feel that was, that you, you fulfilled your potential in that tournament? I have always said that, that um, I'm a, a team player. I am ready to play. Um, I That's would, what I think was a little bit different, though, because we saw you took uh, a leading role. I would like to, to play every game of the season I would like to be de- decisive decisive every every game of the season but football is not that easy <laughs> uh, you, the only thing you can do is try to be ready train good be a professional try to to look after yourself and things will come uh, luckily things came in the best moment of the season or in the most uh, crucial moment of the season but uh, I'm ready to help always in league matches cup matches champions league of course is the the, the most beautiful competition for for everyone um, but uh, as i told you now i just like to be important i just like to feel um useful for for the team for the club for the manager and i'm so happy with the with the way and uh, not not the way we finish the competition, but the way we we play the Champions League. I think uh, uh, even the final we deserve more after um, missing three big chances or four chances in the in the first half, and you finish the game losing. You have that feeling of uh, of it's not fair, no? Because if you score in the first half where where we created the the biggest chances, probably we would we would have been champions of Europe. But now. Uh, we have to forget that. We have to take the good things from it. Uh, the way we play, the the group we have created, um, that we have made our fans proud is something that all the people in Paris, when they approach to you, they, they, they say that to you, that they are proud of us. And that's the most beautiful feeling in, in, in life for a football player. Of course, trophies are good. Um, money is, is, is good. But for me, the most important thing is the feelings that you create in the fans and that's something that will stay forever. So where does it come from in you? Because we feel that it's very strong and you've said it in the past, but you you can't seem to separate football from the fans or it is the one thing. 
it, for me, it's absolutely one thing. Football, I don't know how long ago, was made by fans. Uh, and for me, it's for fans. I also understand, I'm not, I cannot lie to myself, this is a big business. But uh, without fans, it, it loses uh, sense. That's, that's my opinion. When I was a kid, when I was a, a young lad, I used to go to, to, to my club stadium, Real Zaragoza, to, to the stadium. Um, dreaming to play with 35, 40, 45,000 behind me. Even if you go away and they, uh, they are not very nice with you, that's the feeling you want to have when you are a football player, when you are a professional football player. And now we are not able to do it. That's so, so sad. But it's the world situation. We cannot change that. When, when you were a kid, I think you told us last season that you would think about football for five days of the week and then play on Saturday and again on Sunday with, uh, with another team. Or yeah. is, Do you still think about that passion that you had then? Do you still, is it still the same? Of course. Uh, if I lose that, I, I, will, I would retire from football. Um, I still watch games passionate of course our games i prefer to not watch them i prefer to play them but if i have to do uh, i still have that uh, that passion that i used to have when when i was a kid when i watch uh, games of my former club uh, when i was when i watch games of my friends i i feel that passion football is is about passion and i think if you don't have that um, it's better that <laughs> you don't play football because First of all, we represent our fans. Um, I have always said that I'm not going to lie. I hate when, when players come to a club and they say, I am a fan of this club since I was a kid. <laughs> I hate that. But the only thing I can do is represent my fans, represent the history of my club the best way. Every time I wear PSG shirt, I try to think the way our fans think and I try to defend the club the way they would. Uh, and luckily they are not able to play. Uh, some of them they are, like uh, Presco, for example, he's a PSG fan and, and he's able to represent his club. But the other players, we just try to defend our colours, defend our people, defend our fans the way they would do. The, in terms of your midfield and, and going back to, to when you have this passion, when we see kids play football, it's all 12 kids all chasing the ball and they have just live that passion. As you get older, you understand more about the game. How does how does your position change and your mentality about the game come? Because they're they're, they're different things. You grow and you learn and you you understand different things about football. That's why it's very important, in my opinion, the, to have the the right uh, coaches when you are a kid. Uh, I did. I'm so thankful for the for the coaches I had. Uh, but of course, you're learning by coaches and and you are also learning by by yourself by adapting to the, to the new things. As you say, when you, when you are a kid, you just follow the ball. But after two or three years, when you are 12 or 11 or 14, you start thinking that maybe if you stay in one position and you don't run like crazy, maybe you don't get too tired and you will have the ball. When, when you have the ball, you will be more fresh to, to play. And step by step, you are, you are improving and you are learning a lot. We have some big talents, big, big young, young talents, and you can see that uh, from the first day they come with us and after five, six months, they are completely different players. So that's why I love football. I love that part of football. Maybe in the future, 
I'm not convinced of continue with professional football players because if it's so demanding, it's so so stressful. But uh, one of my options is to work with kids, to work with them, with the development of 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 young players because I think it's very um, it's very nice to to see the the players improve. What what are the principles you would tell them then? What are like for your position as well for midfield? The the what is no, I what think is your job. I think for every position, I would say to listen. I would say to accept the criticism. Um, I don't think any coach. Um, there is no one coach that says something to the player trying to hurt him. Uh, you have to take it in the right way always, um, because nowadays sometimes uh, kids they don't get the criticism. Uh, in in the right way or so so good, um, and I think it's key when you listen, even if you, in the moment you feel a little bit um, hard, uh, it's a bit painful to to listen some things. In the in the future, you will learn from it, and and I think that's key for for young lads, for academy players. If I have the chance to talk with them, I will tell that to them. If development is a is something important to you, how are, are you developing? You are still developing. I yeah, of course, how of course. How has your game changed in a year at Paris Saint Germain? In my opinion, until the last day of my career, I will continue. I will continue learning. Um, here, for example, in Paris, uh, I have a new coach. I have a coach of uh, a new system. I had never played before. This four for two that sometimes we play. We have also played with three in the back. We we have also played four three three. But this system with four for two, for example, is a new is a new thing for me. Not now, but eight months ago or six months ago when when we started playing some games like this. And it's something that I will I will take for um, for the rest of my career and for the future if I continue if I continue in this beautiful sport. Uh, is something that uh, I will, I will, I will use probably. So you have to be um, always very open, very open to listen, to learn. Uh, I have the example of Thiago Silva, for example, uh, um, amazing professional, amazing player, and always trying to to listen, trying to 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 improve. And those are the examples that I want to I want to have for for the rest of my career. I could give you more more examples, but Thiago is one is one of them. Or, or for example, Kaylor is always training at his best. You cannot see Kaylor one day uh, lazy. Never. He's always um, flying like crazy for the balls and communicating with with the people. And that's the way I feel football. And 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 I love to to be a football player. To be honest, that was going to be my last question. But now, since you talk about Kaylor like that. We have the feeling that Kaylor is not not, and I don't mean this in a way at all lazy, but just so cool yeah. and relaxed and calm. I think when you have three Champions League, <laughs> you, can, you can be very calm. No, no, but there's something in his DNA. Mm. He's calm. That's why he can cope that good with with difficult situations during the games. I see he's not the tallest keeper in the world, and the the, the way he goes for the ball so brave. Uh, without uh, fear, uh, that that says a lot uh, about Kaylor. But I agree with you. He looks so calm even in the in the most um, stressful moments. 
that's that's something that I have to learn as well because <laughs> before games I get so nervous. <laughs> Very good, excellent. Thank you.